Do you have unhealed trauma in your life? Today on Journeys Together with Ritz, we're going to talk a little bit about trauma. Welcome back. I am your host, Maritza Iru. I'm so glad you can join me again for another episode. When it comes to trauma, I have gone through some very traumatic events in my life personally, and I have learned to walk through much of it, and I have gotten a lot of healing for trauma in my life through counseling, uh, through prayer, through the body. And before we dive deep, I want to first highlight the definition that I found most helpful so that it can be on our radars and we can begin to ask the Lord to help us sift through things that might come up inside of our hearts about experiences we have had that might feel or might be traumatic events that have occurred that we can really get healed in the body of Christ. We really need this. We really need to be healed in the church. And don't get me wrong, because I love the church. I love the body of Christ. I am so grateful for my brothers and sisters. I am so grateful for the many parts of the body. I am so grateful for my leaders. I have walked with them for a long time personally. One thing that I have seen, generally speaking, is that I don't think we are always being fully effective ministers of the gospel when we walk around with unhealed pain in our lives. And so sometimes we don't even know we're walking with that trauma in our life until we get really close with other people and When you are in close proximity with people, they're going to see your junk, both your strengths and your weaknesses. They're going to see it. Many things in your life, they are going to see the good and the not so good. And so a lot of times if we're confronted about those things in our lives, we sometimes can put a wall up or we back away from that relationship. Sometimes we even get offended that someone is calling out something in our lives that we don't want to confront ourselves personally, or we're kind of blinded by it in our lives. And so we just kind of go on, we get defensive, right? So some something that perhaps they see and it doesn't look like Jesus. And so we need to deal with that. And when I say we all have this, I am not exempt from this. I will never be exempt from this until the day I go home to be with Jesus. God can use us however he wants. But I've learned over the years that I can be useful to the body or I can really grab a hold of deeper things in the Lord, allow him to touch every area of my life, not just some parts, not just the cookie cut parts that I want him to touch. You know what I'm talking about? So that I can be the most useful to my family, to my friends, to the body around me. That self-awareness and being able to recognize things in our lives 
is an asset in the kingdom of God. It is important. It is valuable. So please don't hear what I'm not saying, okay? I don't mean for us to walk a perfect life, but I think, I don't just think I know we are called to walk as a light to those around us. So I love and appreciate the definition that Dr. Anita Phillips, you can look her up, gives to what trauma is. I was listening to one of her YouTube videos and she says this, quote, trauma is anything that changes for the worse. The way that you see yourself, the way that you see other people, the way that you see the world, and or, excuse me, or the way you see God. Some traumatic events in my life, wow, I don't want to sit here and talk about all the different things that have occurred in my life, traumatic events specifically, but a couple that I've been thinking about recently is the trauma I experienced as a child, which was sexual molestation. And then another thing that I have been recently thinking about was when I was about 13 years old, I was walking home from school. Actually, I was walking home from visiting a friend and some random man was walking up to me saying, Melissa, Melissa. And it was really odd to me because I thought he was trying to say my name since it sounded very close to Maritza. And so I leaned into this guy kind of like to hear him, you know, because I was genuinely looking at him with concern, but also I was very naive. And as I leaned in closer to try to hear what he was saying to me, he snatched my gold chain off of my neck, my nameplate. That was one of my favorite gifts. If you grew up in the 90s, everybody had one. It was like the thing you got as a teenager. You had a nameplate and it was gold and it was big and it was probably purchased at the Mega Mall if you're from Chicago. I received this nameplate from my mom. Oh, I love that thing. I didn't even have it for a long time. It was like during the summer months, I don't even know, um, of Chicago. And yeah, I love that thing. And anyways, long story short, when that event occurred, it was a trauma that was actually taking place in my life. I can recall how my hair was that day, what I was wearing, what the guy looked like, the surrounding area, everything about where I was walking from the streets, everything. I can remember it almost to a T. That event caused me to change the way I saw the world and the way I saw other people. I actually had some real serious trust issues with any stranger that was a person of color. And I'm gonna say this right now, I'm highlighting this specifically because it caused me for a period of time to have a lot of prejudices towards people of color, even though I have many friends that are people of color. Um, my own personal family are a bunch of people of color. I mean, if you look at the Puerto Rican culture, we come in all different colors. So I just want to state that I was not exempt from falling into those prejudices and specifically because of this traumatic event that took place in my life. So like I would be mean, like straight up super mean to people before they even 
would have a conversation with me. I would always have my guard up. I carried a mace can with me. I would carry knives in my car under my seat, even a baseball bat under my driver's seat. That experience caused me to go into fight or flight mode at a drop of a dime. Thankfully, after many years and getting saved and dealing with those trust issues and realizing that people are very broken in humanity, and I began to ask God for forgiveness for treating people wrong without giving me a reason, and I asked God to help me forgive the one person that did this to me, the stranger, and it's interesting. As I began to seek the Lord, I began to see this person differently. The Holy Spirit began showing me that this person that did this to me actually didn't want to do it to me, but because of their pain and their circumstances is why they attacked me. And so that event and the healing that took place from that event in my life caused me to be more empathetic to people and it continues to help me remember that we're all human, we're all broken, and we're all desperately in need of salvation and healing from Jesus. And I'm super grateful that the Lord healed me of that because honestly, nothing else would have healed me. Nothing else can heal us outside of Jesus. Uh, from that from that pain, from that trauma, that traumatic event that happened when I was just 13 years old. I mean, that was so many years ago and it was still after many years of it happening was still affecting me. And so I just want to say this, isn't that exactly what the enemy wants to do to us? His goal is to steal, kill, and destroy us. And if he can introduce trauma to us even at an early age and we continue to walk in that pain and that trauma for many many years to come thereafter not allowing God to heal us or not even knowing how to get healed you know from an event like that we just continue to walk in that brokenness not living to our full potential in life because of that traumatic event it keeps us from walking into even our purpose in life, I think, many times. I want to end with this verse. I mentioned it earlier, but I only gave you the first portion of it. John 10.10 10 says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But see, what comes after that says that Jesus came, that he would give you a life and a life more abundantly. That scripture came to my heart as I was preparing for this podcast episode and that life that Jesus actually came for us to have was paid by a high price for us so that we can walk in it and we would live and have an abundant life. So I want to ask you a question. Are you living the life God promised to you? Are you living a life that is abundant despite circumstances? Because having an abundant life doesn't mean things won't be hard in life, but life is way harder without Jesus. Let me tell you, I don't know how I did it all them years prior to being saved. Uh, I mean, I just, I was just surviving to be honest, but God, I'm so grateful for his 
sovereignty and for saving me when he did are you doing everything you can to deal with that trauma to get healed from unhealed pain to forgive those around you that have hurt you both intentionally and unintentionally i mean some of us are walking around with pain and the other person don't even know they hurt us i mean we gotta get we gotta get right y'all they both matter because forgiveness has nothing to do actually with how the other person responds it actually has everything to do with how you respond to god with that situation and what you're willing to surrender to him so that he can do the deeper work inside of you i hope you're encouraged and you continue to meditate on that verse john 10 10 so that you can confront those things that come up in your life and some of y'all have walked with the Lord for a long time. John 10, 10, we don't graduate from that verse, okay? I, I want to encourage you as well, those of you who have been in the Lord for, for some time. Meditate on that verse. Go deeper. Do a word search. Do a Bible study. Do a devotional on that verse. And go deeper. Meditate on that on that verse, I, I, I'm 100% sure that God will reveal something new to you because his word is living and active. And we should always be willing to learn something new from the Lord with anything that he brings up to us in our life in every season of our lives. Let's look at these things and I pray that those things would not rule you, but that you would be ruled by the kingdom of heaven and that you would continue to look more and more like our beloved Jesus. That's all for today's show. I will talk to you all again soon.